0: Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. I'm Wade Reed.
1: I'm Aaron Pescucci,
0: And tonight, today, tonight, this recording of the Level Up Podcast. We haven't done this in a minute, if you can tell. Aaron, how was your break? Did you get a break? We're well, parents, we don't get was, real
1: breaks. But, I was just about to say, yeah. we both have kids, so yeah. break isn't really break, it's just more parenting.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Chris, we're going to live vicariously. Chris Lindstrom, our our producer, hello, is hello. in the studio with us as always, and uh, we want to live vicariously through you. How was your break?
2: Uh, I also don't break, because <sighs> I just never stop doing yep. stuff. There you go. Yep. Uh, my my, like, my wife has been out of town for three weeks now, two 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 and a half weeks, and uh, I'm trying to rebuild every routine I have all at once, and... <laughs> Is Launch that like your New Year's network. resolution? Like, yeah, yeah like it's, it's... All the routines Yeah, will exactly. Be new. Right, and we're launching right. the podcast network, so everything's all good. Heck yeah,
1: yes. And uh, as soon as she gets back, it's going to go change again, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> change yeah, right back. Every,
0: every time. So, do we want to talk about the podcast network quick? Do we want to do a quick plug now? Yeah, let's or, throw right yeah, up Yeah, let's top. do a quick plug.
2: So, uh, yeah, the... Uh, I think this will probably be up when the network's launching. So we're uh, officially launching the Lunchador Podcast Network uh, at the end of January. Uh, We've got uh, 10 plus shows on the network. And right now we're trying to be the home for people who are making Rochester uh, and any community a better place to be uh, through the arts, through food and beverage, through the things that make people want to be in the place that they are. Uh, that's what we want to be the home for. Uh, so we have a ton of great shows. Uh, go to Lunchador Podcasts on Instagram to follow um... And, you know, see all the great shows on the network, including Level Up.
0: Yeah, and I um, think some people might even be surprised at, like, some of your gets. Yeah. They're, they're pretty awesome. Yeah, we're, like, we're
2: really excited. We've got, um, you know, Magnus Champlin, Magnus Apollo uh, is doing the Mind of Magnus show. Uh, Refined Taste, uh, Chris Thompson, Dario Josefer. I love those guys. Restarting their podcast. It's so thrilling because yeah. they they were doing such a good job. And you know what? We all get burned out. Uh, I think it's it's an important thing that to actually talk about is we all get burned out doing the things we love. Yeah. Sometimes. Absolutely. And um we're trying to be a place where we can be supportive of each other and you say, Hey, I'm struggling. Can you help me with this? Everybody's gonna be there. You know, you know, you guys are gonna be there. Everybody's there for each other. And when you need a spot, you say, Hey, do some coffee content for me. We're we we got to be off. We're we're busy. And you're like, Chris, talk about the coffee you've been drinking recently on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, great, I'll do it any time. Because that's what we're all here for together. Um, the other thing is uh, every show will have the opportunity to support them monetarily. Um, so you can uh, you can tip the we shows, including Level Up. You can subscribe for like a $2 a month support the show. And when we figure out what the bonus is for each show, you'll be able to do a higher paid thing. Where you get access to our bonus feed for the whole network. Um, and also special stuff from each show. Uh, like for example, Food About Town, you'll be able to ask me direct questions. And I'm going to do episodes specifically breaking down how I, uh, how I approach specific cuisines.
0: That's fantastic. So uh, a little later in this recording, we're going to get into some of the developments at Aporia Coffee, which, um, you know, just to tease that a little bit is no longer my company. And one of my new coworkers was like, I turned on this Food About Town podcast from <laughs> lunch. I I lasted <laughs> like ten minutes. They were talking about so many things, and I I just got to thinking, and I just couldn't stop, and I couldn't put down, and like. There were I guess like so many thoughts, so I that's like it sounds about right. thats I, that's a person that needs to pick your brain apparently so yeah. hopefully you know no, we'll, I, we'll get in on that that sponsorship level.
2: I love that a hundred percent and you know what that's that's what we want to do is uh, it's important to support the things you do believe in um, both by showing up in person and monetarily if you have the opportunity. If not, spread the word, send it to your friends. Uh, we're trying to grow something uh, sustainable. Uh, diverse and cool here in rochester uh today so um thanks for being a part of it I, I love that you guys are part of this
0: i'm excited to see what happens i'm excited to see you know pooling resources this you know level up is just me and aaron uh and and chris of course um but it'll it's be it'll ex- be interesting a- i think to like yeah like to see how
1: we might intersect with some of the other shows well and already i mean behind the glass knew those guys in the theory but actually running into them at the studio and then feeling like, oh, I got to go support them down at the openings and things like that. It's going to connect everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be, that's a great thing, especially if you are looking for a friend group, you know, you show up to one of these openings, you're going to talk to somebody. You're going to make a new connection. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I think the positivity that's growing around everything that's going on in the network and otherwise right now is something that's driving me to do great, do better and better. Um, And I can say the same for being around you guys. You know, when, it's, when I hear the, you know, all the, you know, the detailed conversations, you know, it makes me want to just dive into coffee more and more. Cause it's, it's something I love and how I got into a lot of my nerdery on food and Bev was talking to you guys. It's a great well, that's gateway. Actually
1: how you and I met. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We kept running into each other at ugly duck. And what was it before there? Joe bean, right? Yeah. Lots of so. places.
2: And you know what? That's, it's a, it's, uh, it's an exciting time. And, yeah, I've been drinking some great coffee recently, and it's always I saw just... all
1: that
0: Loveless, all those Loveless boxes. Oh, man. Yeah, I gotta say, I, some I, good
2: stuff. Yeah, I mentioned on one of the uh, Food About Town bites recently. You know, the stuff, uh, some of the stuff Ugly Duck's been bringing in recently. I mean, the bases are great, obviously. Shop Blend, yeah, you know, it's roast, fine. Roasted, <laughs> <laughs> roasted by Wade over here. I was gonna is, say. It does well. Is really good. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm a fan. you know, when the gimme stuff is good, but the guest stuff they've had in recently with Loveless and the current one from San Diego, um, is. I, there's been some super hard hitting stuff. Yeah, the one I'm drinking now is just an explosion of, you know, almost like you know when you uh, take frozen mixed fruits and then you like cook them into oatmeal, sure, or like you okay. you warm them up into a sauce or something. It's like exploding with like like you know cooked strawberries, like strawberry shortcake, and you know dried peaches. It's just exploding with fruit, and it's so fascinating. To see the different perspectives of the roasters right now, it's, and everybody's just pushing the limits right now.
1: That's the really good thing. I was just reading articles about all the fermentation stuff that's going on. And it seems like every day you're reading a new article about different ways somebody's applying fermentation or different yeast strains and things like that.
2: Oh, and you know what? We brought up this uh, the varietal last time. I think it was whoosh, 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 yep. whoosh, Yeah, I actually tried one of those recently. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so I tried one recently, and that that was really something.
0: It's uh, yeah, like Geisha's younger brother, right? Her younger sister, <laughs> younger sibling.
2: I gotta say, it was fascinating to cool. dive into and cool. learn about. Um, but yeah, that's that's the fun about uh, talking about coffee. Yes, there's always more to learn.
0: Absolutely, let's try to get let's spread the word to everyone on Lunchador they're welcome to come on and oh absolutely and, uh, you know throw their thoughts about coffee at us as well and we we won't always have the most profound things to say but
2: hey, <laughs> but we'll be here we're going to brew some stuff and drink it
0: together sure. and have a good old time there you go so uh let's talk about coffee uh, on uh today we're going to talk a little bit about um coffee education and what coffee education does to coffee culture and then like I said we're going to catch up with aporia a little bit so I want to start by saying we're in a bit of a coffee education boom. Um, It's becoming increasingly ubiquitous. Obviously, the Specialty Coffee Association of America, the National Coffee Association, they've always done great education, be it at events or um, through classes in person or or classes online. But recently, uh, a couple of importers have started to get into the mix. So at Sukafina, they established the Center for Coffee in July 2021. Cafe Imports launched Ed Plus U in October of 2023, so that one's still pretty new. Perfect Daily Grind, so we've even got a, a coffee journalism site uh, launched. Perfect Daily Grind Education in June of 2021, and closed it in June of 2023. Oh, God. so that one apparently didn't catch on. I could see where maybe you know the uh, the journalistic side wasn't the wasn't the right angle of approach, but. Uh, Even Starbucks Coffee Academy relaunched in June of 2022. So that's relatively recent. And they also launched an app, Starbucks Global Academy, um, where kind of their approach to coffee is
1: something you can learn about. I don't don't know what there is to learn about it, but, um, you know. It's interesting. I perused some of those classes and they're all over the board there. Really? They've got a bunch of stuff that's really catered towards uh, moving your way up through Starbucks. And then they've got some other stuff that Trends into a lot of stuff like we touch on, you know, origins and understanding how climate and things are affecting, um, you know, growing coffee and different things like that. Um, and I did some snooping as well. Um, I do have lots of thoughts on Starbucks, but we can come back to that. Um,
2: I think that would be a fun one, to be honest. I think it'd be a fun one to talk about on a separate episode where we take a step back and really just think about it for a minute. I think that would be really just interesting.
0: It contained itself yeah Yeah, like it it is a wealth of thought just on that one just the one topic of like the company that appears to present the antithesis to what we are yeah (laughs) yet says they have as much to say or as much to learn or care as much as we do about it's starbucks is fascinating
1: we should do an episode on starbucks because we could go (laughs) really deep into that and you know people might think it's going to be bashing i don't think it would be
2: it's it's just a whole different it's a whole yeah. different way of thinking about things that's so opposite of how I think about products anymore. But anyways,
1: absolutely, yeah. So uh, let me interrupt a little bit. So I did a little snooping on the internet because uh, my lovely wife, who doesn't really understand my love of coffee too much, um, had thought for Christmas she was going to get me a coffee class. And so this coffee class was offered from Uncommon Goods. Um, okay. It's a uh, Realtor online. Um, they sell a lot of stuff from different countries and other things. That's how it started. Okay. Um, and they had a coffee tasting class. Um, so I went and looked up that uh, $90 for a coffee tasting class from random company. You know, they do work in Africa and other of these places. So okay. it probably wasn't too far off for them. Sure. So I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, Kurtz, you might know Udemy at all.
2: No, I'm not sure.
1: Oh, you tend to uh, inspire me to understand a little bit of computer stuff, and they're a. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
2: I do know now. Yeah, I have a. I have bought a class recently that I haven't haven't taken yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: And uh, they are they offer two coffee tasting classes. Oh, I'm sorry, three that I found, which was interesting because they are a very computer centric uh, hub. So, Udemy, Uncommon Goods. Um, and then the other one that I was teaching on for a minute, and my class is still up, but it is, it's embarrassing now. <laughs> but uh, um, sure, skills not that bad. Skillshare has a Skillshare, class. Yep. And you're gonna like this. They have um, two classes. I found one of them is called Brew an Amazing Cup, and your host and instructor there is Michael Phillips.
0: Whoa, whoa, taking it way back. That's awesome.
1: Right, and I was That's awesome. You know, I saw the class. I'm like, okay. And then I saw Michael Phillips, and I had to remind myself of gotta Blue be Bottle. legit. So gotta be legit. Um, and that one's interesting because you can't buy that class. You have to buy a membership to the site. So once you're a member to the site, you get all the classes. That okay. Then. So well, it's
2: it's an interesting lane that education's taking right now with all of the the access to these online things, and it works for some people. But you know, it's it's a it's not for everybody when it comes to something like coffee. Sometimes it's a hands-on, like, unless you're smelling, unless you're doing the task. Sometimes, you know, the learning process is very different.
0: Yeah, and I think we're, you know, seeing more big players take advantage of maybe what we might term like a post-COVID um, Everybody signing up for more access, everybody getting a little more used to Zoom, everybody adjusting their like learning and conversational styles a little bit to be more uh, digitally interfaced. And so um, I it's interesting because Aaron and I talked about this literally eight days ago. And in the last eight days, Trish Rothgeb and Dan Streetman, who are like, you know, Trish Rothgeb, who uh, coined the term third wave and mm. Dan Streetman, who's been um, uh, World Barista Championship head judge. For as many years as I've known about the competition was literally like one of my first head judges at my first regional. He uh they just launched their own platform in the last eight days. Oh wow so, since we talked about this, another one with huge players. What's uh, uh what is that one? So that one is called Good Form, and Sprudge has a whole write-up on it right now. It's like it might even be on their front page still. So this is a space uh that's proliferating and and the more I think about it, I think, like, the less it makes sense to me. Well, And, and in a big way because of some of the things Chris mentioned. But what were you going to say, Aaron? I
1: was going to say, do you remember that conversation we had in the driveway also many years ago? I think it might have been during COVID. Probably, yeah, probably almost four years ago now. Yeah. Where uh, <laughs> Level Up was pseudo-born. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it was Perfect Daily Grind launching their education platform. It a big and, piece uh, of it, yeah. And uh, my background is education. I'm still teaching now. So um, love of coffee, education, having Wade, an amazing roaster with us, and surrounded by uh, some great coffee knowledge and expertise in Rochester. Um, that was one of the big things we were looking at doing. Um, you know, and now we're at the podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I still have ambitions of, of like a coffee education platform. But, right, um, you know in pursuit of that, I've asked myself the question over and over again, like where, what's the most natural starting point for coffee education? Like, is it tasting? Mm. Uh, is it, it's a beverage. So, you know, tasting that makes sense. Is it brewing? Most people who drink coffee also brew it. So is that a good starting point? Is it like roasting? Cause that's where most of the flavor modulation of coffee happens. So is that where we get people interested? Maybe the supply chain? Cause the journey of coffee is complicated and presents a number of issues ripe for educational content. Is it agriculture? People love plants. Is it history? How did all this coffee get here from Ethiopia? I think there's no natural starting point for coffee education. There's a problem there. And one of the biggest reasons is no one's really asking. Like most people just want to drink. Like when I say most of them, like 95% of people just want to drink their coffee. They might want to drink good coffee if they've given it a second thought. But they're not asking a lot of questions. Like you might give them a lot of information. But they're not looking for it. so like that's where I start
1: I'm like there's there's no natural on-ramp well, and we uh there's a lot of talk we had and I was just telling somebody I had to go fil- uh, record a podcast tonight and they're like, about what you're in a podcast I said, yeah, it's about coffee. they're like, there's enough to have a podcast about coffee <laughs> right and um you know, I said we were talking about education and coffee tonight and they're like, what are you talking about I go literally this conversation and how to approach it. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't want you to think that I'm a pretentious jerk, even though I probably am a little bit of a pretentious jerk about coffee, but at the same time, like you're immediately interested in this, but I don't want to turn you off from it either. Right. Well, and, and it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter
0: sometimes how much of a, how much pretense you approach it with. Like you get treated like thinking about coffee makes you pretentious. It's like, wait a minute, like everybody thinks about something that like other people don't necessarily, everyone's got a niche. Like how is thinking about, why is it that thinking about coffee and no one wants to seek out coffee education? Like like where does that, where does that really come from? Even a lot of coffee professionals, a lot of baristas.
2: Yeah, there, there's something there's something about it that there's this democratization of coffee being, exactly it's, that. it's a great equalizer amongst the vast majority of, you know, adult people and now a lot of non-adult people um, in, you know, in our country and all over the world is, you know, coffee is one of those, you know, great equals Every, Not everybody, but lots and lots and lots of people drink coffee. Um, and everybody's perception of good is so catered by their experience and exposure. Um, and it can become such a personal statement of, you know, this is the way, this is coffee. And it's it's a I think that's the big thing is that oh I I've locked in this is my thing I'm good I'm done exactly I found what I like and I've stopped thinking about yep. it because I'm going on to the next thing and it's just a part of my experience um, and that's you know as somebody who is an insatiable nerd um, it, it's it always baffles me and not not because like enjoying something and forgetting about it is right bad, right no we
0: have no issue with that
2: but I I it's hard for me to reconcile my insatiability for knowledge to, to that, like, I can't stop.
1: You're exposed to that. There is something better out there, even just a little bit, even if it's just that conversation in the hallway and that person just has, no, I'm good. I I like what I got and I'm good. That's my parents. I mean, I, my parents are well aware of how much of my life revolves around coffee and they still brew the same stuff the same way, on the same machines at home, and they're good. It was, <laughs> this is great. So, you know, I've worked as a barista, worked in the espresso machine stuff. So over Christmas, went over to my parents' house. We're hanging out, and it's about time for afternoon coffee, and my dad says, hey, do you want an espresso? I said, yeah, let's make a cappuccino, you know, raw some milk, and it's, it's interesting. They got a little Krups machine still, and my dad won't let me touch it. He he knows best how to brew my on his, coffee on his Krups machine. Krupp's machine, yeah. yeah. Yep. Even though he knows, <laughs> right? On some level, I've done this professionally. There's there's <laughs> no way your
0: knowledge could benefit his kitchen. That's so, That is a no knowledge zone. Yep. That yeah. was the hold myself back and just have to accept <laughs> the kitchen, this. Yeah. <laughs> the kitchen
2: is hands on only. Take your theory with you, Dad.
1: Which, I, I still love you. Which, which is
2: which is why I'm going. I'm going to posit that if you brought somebody in and there's just a whole bunch of different coffees made, I think that's the best intro Ooh. to learning about coffee. I, I will posit that. Sure,
0: sure. I and think
2: it, if you had a side-by-side, I think a side-by-side is the best way to introduce something to somebody where it might click something where they want to ask the next question. So I, that's what I'll put out there.
0: So tasting, you're going to go with tasting because it's a beverage. And that yeah. makes, that makes perfect sense to me. I think, you know, at the end of the day, everyone has to just choose one. Choose a starting point. Sure. Um, I remember, you know, um, just early Joe Bean classes that uh, Katie and I used to teach. I certainly went to some of those. You know, Mm -hmm. she would give the whole history of coffee. So you choose a starting point. But, like, when you do that, what happens? Um, Or when you just, like, allow your baristas to, like, share the knowledge that they think is interesting. Um, And... That they maybe haven't had the formal training on, because maybe they've never even shown that level of interest. Like, uh-huh. so, so what happens when we force this topic? I think a lot of the bad kind of coffee culture and the stuff that like people feel talked down to, and people feel like, oh, that's just a bunch of snobs in that company, or everyone who likes coffee is this, you know, like that Why would ca- you that pay caricature. Six dollars for exactly. A cup here. I think it, a lot of it comes from choosing just really arbitrary entry points into education. Like, well, when we roast that, you know, and then you rattle off some facts about roasting, it's like, who asked, right? And so like intention in this space, I think will go a long way to like fixing the kind of third wave culture that that puts a barrier between us and kind of the rest of, of like the populace or being more, being more democratized ourselves. And that's the goal, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's a big goal. I would definitely say that democratizing uh, third wave specialty coffee, making new fans, new enthusiasts is a big goal of ours. And education could be that or could be the thing that's in the way. Aaron, like where have you seen it successfully like
1: bring more people in and where have you seen it be sort of like the barrier, the thing that's keeping people out? Sure. It's definitely both. I know um, when we did do a great tasting event. Back when you yeah, know, we started was... and then took a, a long hiatus. <laughs> um, we did two
0: tasting. It's the second one, the decaf one, too, at Happy Guys. That's right. Like, right? Like, no one... No one remembers that one, but I I was really proud of that one. I forgot. We have
1: to go dig that stuff up because you did great presentation on decaf for that one. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um,
2: one. Shout out to them opening their new spot over in the High Falls neighborhood of Rochester. Beautiful. It's amazing. They're doing amazing work over there. If you're in Rochester, go visit them. They're doing killer, killer stuff.
1: Yeah, especially if you're in that area. They've got a sign outside, and I forget what they had on it, but it was very enticing for local business people to pop in. Absolutely. So, um... You know, going back to good education and bad education, I think one of the big things for me as a professional is the presentation of it. You know, if you have a bad presentation, no matter how good the content is, it's going to turn you off. One of the worst things as an educator is having to do professional development. You're taking classes or forced classes from people who don't teach. right? And it's like, how long do I have to sit here? This last class I had to do, they had timed slides so that you couldn't move to the next one after you had read it. What? And they read every oh. word on the page Ooh. that you had to watch. Ooh. Yeah. So you can get how that was. That's a big thing for me. Um, I'm curious to go back to that Michael Phillips one Yeah. and see how he does in person because I ran into him out in San Francisco when he did a live event. Okay. And he introduced me out there to the Woodneck, which I hadn't seen at the time. Cool. And he actually talked a little bit about that time about aging coffee. So he was saying how when you're brewing with this, it's better to have this, you know, five, ten days. And I forget what the time frame was, but, you know, have it way off the roast as opposed to when people want to drink it like that week. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting.
0: Um, I hadn't thought about that for that brew method.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, that sucked me in and that got me going down the rabbit hole for different things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
0: just by presenting like here's this one oddity and here's this one interesting fact about it right boom you're in and and like that knowing that you have maybe the more than the average level of interest to begin with, exactly right. So that's you're probably going to say woodneck to some people, and they're going to be like, "Is that like a, a Keurig? Like what? How does a you know what's a compare a woodneck to my Black and Decker? You know why on are my you counter. why are you
1: brewing out of a sock?
0: Yeah, exactly um. <laughs> that. Yeah, the coffee sock. So um, these are a little bit uh, esoteric, a little bit high level uh, thoughts here. When we come back from the break, we're going to get into one specific example that has um, hounded my existence for years.
2: I'm Chris Lindstrom, the host of the Food About Town podcast. If you want to learn more about the Rochester food and drink scene and beyond, with a good dose of nerdery and personal stories on top, then Food About Town is for you. I've been writing and podcasting for over 10 years, and I'm so thankful for all the support from the community. Subscribe to the Food About Town podcast today and hear from the people that make and love the food and beverages you can't stop enjoying.
0: Welcome back. Uh, we've been talking about coffee education, ways that it works, ways that it doesn't. I want to zero in on a really specific example because I think it illustrates some of the problems we have. Um, here's a really common question that I get as a roaster. Is this coffee more of a dark, medium, or a light roast? And I'm going to tell you three three tracks I've taken Ooh. At, at different times in my career, and I, I don't know what I would use now, um, that all have advantages and disadvantages. So if I answer and I just say, uh, that's a medium and I share no information, then I end up copying to all the bad coffee info that's out there. Like what does a medium mean? Means whatever the person asking means. Like there's no standardization of this, these terms. Right. So, um, and they you know, stay it's in like, the dark. Yeah. And, and it's like, why well, fight it? Because they are they really going to listen to me anyway? Uh, so the advantage is I, I cause no conflict. Mm -hmm. The disadvantage is I get nothing across. I could play ignorant. I could say things like, well, I'm not sure, you know, those aren't, those terms aren't really standardized. And then I, then I go, oh, I focus on flavor and and I'll subvert the category Okay. and I'll share some new info, but it risks making me sound stupid and stubborn because I'm like, I'm like, I don't really know. And that person's like, they don't even know what dark, medium and light is. And you're just like, it's because it's not a real thing, but. Okay, <laughs> like yeah. I see how that sounds stupid. Uh, or I could over explain. I could prioritize education, completely displace all the bad information and be like, talk about melanoidins and Strecker degradation, my R reaction, you know, really get into it and go, this is what I want for my development time, my caramelization, and make people really uncomfortable and potentially be that like alienating coffee person. Even as I share, you know, the the knowledge that I've worked pretty hard to gain. Yeah. So what's the goal? What hey, actually lends credibility?
1: Can I ask you a question here? Because I have a, a fourth way possibly. Have you ever approached it when this question comes? You probably get a look on your face. And... Do I get uh, looks on my face? <laughs> you can't do see I us have a right face <laughs> but, I, I've
2: uh, only known you for a couple of years I'd say def, definitely not ne- never seen it before never no looks. <laughs> but uh
1: but uh, they can tell that look on your face because I've done it myself and have you ever asked them how much they want to know I, I'm no
0: because <laughs> I occasionally I'll joke like how much time you got you right. know like something like that but I know you know that's usually more to cut the tension after I've over explain something because <laughs> I've got
1: a similar thing when people ask me uh do you like dark roast do you like medium roast or what is this it's it's the same thing it's like it's not a thing but I want to give you an answer so how much do you really want to know what I think about this yeah
2: yeah I, I think you know I, I like the second part of your second option yeah <laughs> um in very specifically that because I I I end up in that category a lot yeah you know that's not that part of the education. Like I want to dive into the nerdery as much as possible, but where like, like I said, I'm an obsessive nerd and I, I do that with lots of things and being able to somewhat constrain it and highlight the excitement of it is usually how I go across it, which is, man, I love exploring new flavors. And when I've, you know, I've been tasting this amazing thing recently or, Man, you know what? When when you roast it more, I lose some of the details or something. And I, I love tasting all the eccentricities of the place. And I love the interest. So I try to for me, I love the positivity of it mm-hmm. because it's really easy to be negative about things you don't like. Sure. And conveying conveying excitement and conveying positivity for what you love. And not just the details, but how do you how do you convey your passion and your love in a way that's approachable to others is hard when that involves uh scientific details and right. process and everything else
1: well and and the goal of that question at least from the receiver there is like we said, we want to bring them in and not alienate them and mm-hmm. it's it's sad that it literally is going to be one of the two, I feel like. Yeah, I don't feel I like so. there's a middle ground there where they walk away and they're like, maybe I want to learn more. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's either I really don't care about this or wow, can can we schedule a coffee date? Like, let me let me understand more.
0: Yeah. Or where do you get this? Occasionally you'll get like, where do you get this information? It's like, well, we teach classes, or well, we, you know, we read these three websites every day, you know, like, or like if you've got the Roast magazine
1: or brief yeah. magazine. Wait, yeah. there's enough. Content out there to have multiple websites and classes on coffee and right? podcasts, yeah,
2: <laughs> or or like, hey, you know what? I have tasted hundreds of different coffees, yeah, hundreds, yeah. Buy like, more
0: I, of my coffee if you want to know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's like I am. Is what I'm supposed to think, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's the A other bad thing too. Is man. like
2: <laughs> when you, when you do taste enough, like, yeah, I I have developed opinions because I have. Like as as a passionate amateur, I have tasted hundreds of different coffees. Yeah, and you know what? You you develop opinions because I don't. I know what I like at this point. Yeah, oh, I've also been conditioned by conditioned by all you people. Sure, <laughs> I I have been certainly, preconditioned. conditioned
0: Certainly not a, a bystander at this point. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah. but I think
2: that's the thing is like people have their they get uh, they get their preferences and likes, and then it's like sometimes when you bring that. I'm just so excited about this. Maybe they'll want to try it. Maybe they'll want to go do a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, at different times have thought that if you could give me, uh, you know, three coffee enthusiasts, I could do more than I could with 10 coffee geniuses. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that like as much, as much as I value the knowledge and I like, you know, I'm in the middle of two, three coffee books right now. I, have constantly have daily coffee news, perfect daily grind, sprudge. Like I'm constantly on those sites looking up new things. I'm talking to importers
1: all the time. I'm constantly learning. Well, and you have the you have a little bit of the time because it is probably part of your workday to keep up on some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, to some extent, definitely. That's part of my office hours. But even with that, I'm if if someone was doing my exact, you know, learning regimen and not enthusiastic about coffee like i i think chris you're absolutely right like they're gonna bring way fewer people in that way and so for sure yeah i'm I'm more interested in building enthusiasm and how education can do that you know and it's interesting because okay so cafe imports ed plus you their new platform their first slate of classes is literally just called coffee is and they're (laughs) saying nothing like they they don't they 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 tap into no preconceived notion whatsoever just coffee is and i was like how did have I never thought of that? Because <laughs> that's that's you have to start in the most neutral ground you can find.
2: Well, uh, and starting starting where people are too. Exactly. Well, because that's I, that's one of those challenges is you do have to start with that. You have to start with a baseline, but everybody's baseline is so wildly different.
0: And that's where the idea you gave. Yeah. Where you give everyone the same baseline, you're like, here are these five coffees to, to actually try. That creates a baseline, establishes one. You know, you have to establish common ground with people. You have to establish
1: empathy and you have to establish like safety almost. And it's In any education environment. Well, and the other thing there is you talked about cafe imports. Bringing someone into the fold, they're not going to end up there. I know I didn't end up looking at cafe imports till years uh, into coffee industry and really being an enthusiast there. And
0: that's one of the biggest, broadest, most diverse importers that been around forever you know but they're an importer exactly right? you're, exactly
1: if you're an enthusiast you're probably going to start where i did which is you see a coffee or a coffee shop and you end up on their website and what's the one thing that's on every coffee roaster's website photography, photography. well yeah a lot <laughs> of photography <laughs> brewing methods sure everywhere yeah. every website you go to blue bottle ritual uh, I think even Joe Bean for a long time had that on there.
2: Intelligentsia, you know, all the big names were, of them. if you're grocery storing at a store that isn't carrying local stuff, you're going to see big, you know, big national specialty brands.
1: And it's all going to be, how do you brew this on a Chemex? How do you brew this in a Hario? How do you brew this in a French press? And at least for me, that was the launching point of, oh, wait, what the heck is this brewing method? I don't want to use my Mr. Coffee for this. Right you know and that's what I was doing or for a long time some of them do that like they also add like this is this is how to brew this
0: at home on your auto drip and it's just you know tablespoons per per milliliter or right. tablespoons
2: per ounce right like can, can can I tip how much of a problematic nerd I am when it comes to stuff so before I started drinking coffee i think it was either right before or right after i started um i was I think I got onto one of the this was probably ooh, mid mid 2000s so maybe like 2007 okay 2007 2008 I I had a habit of going to if I wanted to learn about anything I went to this was internet forums days oh, oh yeah yes I ended yeah. up on some of the coffee internet forums like home barista the home ooh. it was like home barista yeah. and I was reading hundred page threads on popcorn popper coffee roasting. (laughs) Yeah. I remember hundred page threads on it. And I'm it 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 was one of those things that sparked my fascination with it because it just seemed like the endless rabbit hole. Yeah, it is. There's
0: gotta be something here if someone can write about it. I think it was Coffee
2: Geek is what it was. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I was on there. Right. I was on there early. And not, I mean, not super early for that, but it was someplace where I spent time reading and it was just, that was the thing that grabbed me, but that's the way I get grabbed by things is like, oh, there's a rabbit hole I can jump yeah. down. Yeah, I'm diving in this? head yeah. first. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's the, like, that was my hook. And then obviously having tasted everything and tasting different methods, I'm like, oh, well, I tasted in two different glasswares sure. and now I can taste the difference. I'm like, God damn it. I didn't want that to be true, but God damn it, it works.
1: <laughs> well, and, and there's a ton of stuff there. You know, people don't know about green coffee so much. And so you start going down that rabbit hole and you're like, green coffee? Is this a new brewing method or what yep. is this? Oh, definitely. You know, and, uh, you know, at one point, like you said, with the popcorn maker, I was scounging for popcorn makers in thrift stores and I had Sweet Maria's bookmarked on my laptop because I was going to order green coffee. Yep, I did and too. And I was going to roast it and it was going to be this thing. I was going to mod my popcorn maker to have temperatures, what would be a PID in there now. And, nice. You know, all of this stuff. And, you know, my wife is like, okay, you you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pat- it's... Pats you on your head. <laughs> exactly. Good
2: good good boy. Go, go do your golden retriever thing. Have a good time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm in a new warehouse now, and there are guys who, like, look at green coffee. What's wrong with it? You know, like, they don't know what it is at all. And you're bringing in bags of it. Just got to put it in the machine. Hello, listeners. This is Richard B. Cologne. reminding you all to check out the Behind the Glass Gallery podcast hosted by myself and Kwajay Donnell. Every month, we interview the latest First Friday featured gallery artists and dive deep into their passion, drive, and motivation beyond what they display on our gallery walls each month in downtown Rochester, New York. So please, if you haven't yet, subscribe and give us a listen. Also, don't forget to check out our monthly artist receptions every First Friday of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. 240 East Main Street at the Mercantile on Main. Hoping to see you all behind the glass.
2: Speaking of warehouse... Yeah, so... uh,
0: uh. The reason I've been thinking about coffee education a lot lately, uh, one of the biggest reasons, is because Aporia is in a whole new phase of our business. Um, I say our business, it's no longer my business. So um, i actually taking on an investor, Eric Nagel, who um, has done, you know, different uh, restaurants, clubs around town before, owns the building down at 45 Euclid um, and... Eric is just super passionate about good things, like bringing good things into the community and bringing good things into the world. So, uh he has been extremely supportive. Um so I'm still running Aporia, but um yeah, we're going to focus on education, wholesale, uh and I hope I'm not you, you know, by the time this comes out, I'm sure this will be more public knowledge, a couple cafes in the works. So, um yeah, we're big changes it's weird not being an owner anymore. Uh, it's weird pulling a paycheck. Uh, it's it's nice, honestly. Um, and Eric's given me a ton of freedom on the product side to like continue to execute a vision. And um, I'm actually super excited about some of the coffees we've got coming just because I'm able to just focus on that and just go after some really, really fun, nice stuff. And I was having a conversation with an importer. I was actually um, asking him to set up some contracts for me. And I I had found this one particular coffee that I'm, totally in love with and he says to me, "Oh, okay, so let me tell you about this family. Uh this is a coffee right. that is really hard to get a hold of. It's really hard to get a hold of any lots from this family because one of their direct trade relationships is Proud Mary." Oh, Proud Mary the $150 cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 Nolan and them over there at Proud Mary. So I was like, "Okay. I'm not trying like this is not like an Wade. ego thing, <laughs> but what I'm doing over here is I'm going, "Okay, with just a little more freedom, I can go out and find these things that are like extremely special, you know, so special that like a group like proud Mary is like, is like sucking up most of it. Right. So I'm like, all right. Like it's very validating to have a little more comfort, a little more resources to not be shoestringing everything all the time and just feel like, all right, new phase of the business. Well,
2: so I got to say it's, you know, it's, it's a big step too after, you know, developing something from the ground up. Um, I'm kind of wondering, like, at this point, so, you know, you've got that, you've got a lot of things now in the fire, and expansion is, you know, is exciting, and it's exhilarating, and it's a little terrifying at the same time, because it's, you're taking something where you have successfully built, you know, a good, you know, good individual brand, right? right. And you've gotten a lot of good contacts, and you've built a lot of good things. I think so. It's got to be... It's got to be, you know, all those things all at the same time, and it's got to be a little scary too to make that big jump into. Hey, this is now a visible bigger thing. Yeah, and
1: you establish that name, and that's what's known around, and it's it's got to be great that somebody a recognized that enough to like put that exactly that. that. Yep, put that, that. I mean, the monetary effort, and what I can't get over is, it seems like at least from what we've talked about. He's basically giving you free reign to do what you've been doing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's,
0: it's like Eric and I are very different. Um, Eric, you know, owns and funds and participates in, like, I don't hesitate to say, like, almost a dozen businesses. Um, he is just super active and his mind goes in so many directions at once. My mind is like very hyper fixated. Like I'll, I'm get on something and I'm on that thing for a while, and I'll come off it when I come off it, and you know, you can deal with the aftermath. Like, so, um, he has, he, you know, he he has given me a ton of free reign with product, but he's taken all the marketing stuff completely out of my hands. He's like, you know, I don't like, I'm not a visual, like, I'm I'm not good with visual aesthetics. Uh, I know what I like, but I don't know what like has broad appeal i don't know what other people like so he's taken all that over and he's
1: just gonna do that um i mean that's one less thing for you to worry about
0: exactly but like now there are things where uh i'm ready to move forward into some new sales and like some rebranding and i've got to get the attention of someone who's got 11 other businesses under his belt you know so like sure so as, and and he makes himself very available to me and has made himself very available to me. And he's very serious about the success of the business for sure. Because, you know, it's all his money. And uh, even within that, though, you know, he'll take some samples out to uh, some business contacts of his. And I'm like, you're making me really nervous, man. Because, like, I've been that guy for four years now. The only person who knows who has what samples, when, and when to follow up with them. And like so... I told the first time he told me that I was like, you're making me nervous, man. He's like, he totally took it a, to- a completely different direction. He's like, the coffee's fresh enough. And I'm like, Oh no, that's not what I get nervous. I like it's the education part. You didn't, you didn't, you don't see that. Like I've had hands on all of that, you know? So, um, that little bit of letting go for me that has too. been like, I just, I have to adjust and trust him. And like, I've known Eric for a few years, but like, we've never worked together in this capacity. And now I just have to trust him with, with your my baby. product and with yeah and and um it is it's a mentality shift but it's also just like opened me up a little bit to like think about it, things like education like how do I want to run my classes it reminds
1: yeah. me a little bit about when you when you have your child and the first time you have to drop them off at daycare i don't yeah. i don't know if you remember that but i remember walking away and being like i i leave them here like I, I've been with them like 24 hours for the last couple years and now I have to leave them with someone else who maybe I didn't like their haircut, right. you know, like there's some trigger there that's going to like give you that little twinge.
2: Um, I'm sorry, Aaron. Sorry about my haircut. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's a lot there cause it's, I, I struggle with that all the time. I struggle up giving control of things because I know how much I care. Right. I know how deeply I am involved in a thing. And it's really hard for me to hand off that control because I know how to finesse everything. I know every step I can drive the conversation. I know how to grab the hooks. I know how to do this. Every step. Exactly. I know from top to bottom. And it's I I, I personally struggle with it and I I completely empathize with that that part of what you're talking about. It's it's really hard. Yeah, I think
0: um, I think it's cool. I think it's I'm excited. Like ultimately, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Um, but you talk about like some of the scarier aspects of of things growing and of things becoming more public. Like um, I have not been public facing.
2: Yeah, almost at all.
0: I I do Instagram when I think of it. You know what I mean? Like I I've done tried to do some things through Level Up. We do this podcast. Like. I, and honestly, my core competency is like small conversations like this or just on my own doing the research on my own, doing the roasting on my, like,
1: I'm just, I'm very behind the scenes type personality and, um, and we haven't, you know, we I realized that we hadn't even spotlighted your business a ton on this podcast and we should have earlier because I mean, I'm, I'm okay.
0: Not like, that's the other thing, like up to this point being able to get away from the business for like an hour and still talk about coffee has been great for me. Yeah. And you know, it's not something where I wanted this to become like a commercial or I was doing this for the sake of my business. And, sure. And, uh,
2: this know. episode of level up coffee podcast is brought to you by Aporia coffee. Like someday, why not? I don't, oh, well, you know, it's like, going to be like, <laughs> but you know, so like there's, there's some local businesses who focus on that thing. Um, I don't, I, I don't mind bringing them up. Like they're, they're doing good work. It's the, uh, uh, bossy and bossing uh companies are around uh i think it's uh selena's and uh the uh uh why am i forgetting the name of the place over on uh merchants uh, not merchants uh, I- i'm forgetting the the place i feel terrible uh but so there's uh well I'll, I'll, i'm looking up while i'm talking okay but it's basically they're bringing business people together but they do a podcast together and you know the ads are their businesses like yeah. uh, Union Street Tavern. Yeah, like, it makes perfect sense. Um, mm-hmm. Marshall Street. Marshall Street and Union Street Tavern. And Selena's like, you know what? They advertise their stuff. Uh, self-promotion's hard. Self-promotion sucks. I'm terrible at it.
0: Yeah. I Well, and like, I love this craft and, and what I do and the things I get to learn and the, and the places it takes me so much that if I could just give it away, I would. But at the end of the day, like, I do have to... I do have to push this thing now. Like, this, like... It's it's weird because it's been for my survival now it's for someone else's money. You know, like there's that weird push pull I'm going to take home a check. So how worried am I about it? Oh, much more so because now someone can take that out from under right. me, right? Like yeah. And Excellent. I don't I don't like this is not to make any comment about Eric at all. No. Like he's been incredible through all this and like I th- I think he has absolutely the right mentality, you know, he's not absent but he's not over, you know,
1: micromanaging at all. So but but it is it's it's a it's a different dynamic because you go from worrying about making the sale to support your stuff to and sorry support yourself to making the sale to make sure that you're still supported. Right. <laughs> and that's is a that that that's a very different situation. Yeah. Sometimes it's probably good, but if you're just supporting yourself and it's all on you and you know you can take like a day or two off or move some things around, you're Free to do that right but if someone else has an input and they're saying hey you need to be out in canadaigua on friday right if that you does need it, you need to be out in on, on friday right on friday. yeah exactly there's not,
2: but yeah i think the in the end what it comes down to is when you care as much as you do there's no off switch doesn't right. like you you're doing it because it's the right thing to do for you know for the opportunity to grow and you know there's only so many opportunities out there to find someone who's willing to partner with you to uh grow something you care about as much as you do and you know that that opportunity is like the exciting side of it is so so cool and knowing that now you have the opportunity to bring your vision out there right it makes me a happy person when I get to see you now have the opportunity to be in front of more people to have your coffee in front of more people or that they know your their your coffee is in front of them right yeah um, and now it's like, now there's that opportunity and it's, uh, I gotta say, I'm, I'm excited, I'm proud of you and it's really cool to see where you're headed with things. I appreciate and, that.
1: And you know, this is a great spot to uh, bring back, you know, one of our what's on the box. Um. Yeah, or oh, definitely, here. definitely. Um, Wade, can you talk about um, the way you deliver your coffee to me on the <laughs> weekly, please? Because I, this is great. It's a jar. There's it's a mason jar. There's there's nothing on it. <laughs> it's a mason jar and it's coffee uh, in it. Uh, pretty, so
2: that's that's the brand uh, change that you're going for, right? Is completely unlabeled just, yeah, uh, mason nothing, jars, nothing well, at all. And the,
1: <laughs> and the great part about that is, you know, you show that to somebody, someone you're brewing coffee for, you know, your guest at home. They're like, I thought you liked coffee, and I'm like, you don't understand. This is <laughs> this is the coffee, you know. It so. speaks
0: for itself, right? Yeah. That's what transparency, right? Brand transparency. Full, full just, transparency. You can see you the beans. Don't even, you don't even see the brand,
2: yeah. right? That's, that's what it means. So Yeah, you're really John Cenaing this coffee <laughs> thing right here. Uh. Oh, that's perfect. I'm the John Cena of coffee.
1: I um, love it. You can't see Wade waving his hand in front of his face right now.
2: <laughs> can you hear it? We're, we're going to four-knuckle shuffle our way out. <laughs> exactly that, so...
0: Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thanks to producer Chris Lindstrom and Food About Town Studio. Special thanks to the Lunchador Podcast Network. If you like the show, you can find us uh, on Substack, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends to listen. Thanks to my co-host Aaron Pescucci. You can find us on Instagram at levelup.wny. Please reach out with any questions, requests for future episodes, or whatever else you might have for us. DM us and someone will read it. Enjoy your coffee.
2: This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Pori is going big time!